This is the Visit the Zoo Podcast, episode number 60. And today, we hear about the moose. December the 17th, only eight days until Christmas. And I know I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas several times throughout this podcast and the next, which will be on Christmas Eve, but let me please do it right now again. From all of us here at Visit the Zoo, we do wish you a very Merry Christmas. And thank you for joining us today. This is episode number 60 of the Visit the Zoo podcast series, and my name is Frederick Fishman, and I am the author of the 120 Animal 12-book series called Visit the Zoo, and you can get that as a Kindle book, or books, or print books, or audio books, or even a DVD. We put out a DVD as well. So, again, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We have two websites that you may want to check out. The first one is our main website, which is zooanimals.info. That's zooanimals.info. And all of our merchandise, which includes apparel and a lot of other goodies, you can get that at either Amazon or at Zazzle. And the website is zooswear, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R, Zooswear.com, and you'll find links to Amazon and to Zazzle. Of course, you can go directly to Amazon and Zazzle, and in the search bar, just type in Zooswear, Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R, and they'll take you right to our storefront. And on Zazzle, by the way, we have just uploaded 20 new dinosaur images, and for some reason... Kids just love the dinosaurs. Adults do as well, so uh, why don't you check those out at zooswear.com. Well, we've got a lot going on here in this episode, so you know what? I think we ought to get to it. Let's do it. All right, our first segment here usually and always is animal news. And what I want to do is just read you one breaking story quickly and then go go on to something special. This was published yesterday by the AP, and it was published in the Washington Post. And it's a, a dispatch from London. And it says, a zoo in northwest England says insects, frogs, fish, and small birds perished in a fire that broke out in an enclosure devoted to exotic tropical habitats. This happened, uh, by the way, at the Chester Zoo, which we have talked about here on Visit the Zoo several times. The Chester Zoo said in a statement issued on Sunday that keepers were able to lure the, the mammals to safety, including critically endangered Sumatran orangutans, Sulawesi macaques, and endangered silvery gibbons. But creatures that were kept near the fire starting point in the monsoon forest habitat area could not be saved. Chief Operating Officer Jamie Christen says it's absolutely heartbreaking to lose any animal, especially when conservationists have worked so hard to breed 
these wonderful species. The zoo, which is near Chester, south of the English city of Liverpool, says the cause of Saturday's fire remain under investigation. Firefighters say at the Chester Zoo after the fire broke out in the monsoon forest habitat area in Chester, the fire forced keepers to evacuate visitors and move the animals away from the fire, with winds fanning the flames in the inflatable roof of the building. So that's kind of a disturbing story coming out of London. All right, let's move on now to something new that I've added to the panoply of Visit the Zoo content. And this is a new section that I've decided to start. It's called Curated Content. But before I get into that, I just want to read you some statistics which will help lead into what I want to introduce. And I want to talk about the visitors to websites of some of the most popular website destinations on the Internet. The first one, of course, is YouTube. And YouTube, which is owned as part of the Google family, they have 797 million, million visitors to their website every single day. It averages out to about 23.9 million per month. Excuse me, 239 million per month. That averages out to 8.7 trillion visitors to their website, YouTube, per year. Now, Amazon, they have about 82 million people who visit their website every single day. 2.46 billion per month. Amazon has about 900 billion visitors to their website every single year. Now, there's one other website that I want to talk about and give you the numbers on that one. And it's the Drudge Report. I don't know whether any of you have been to it or not, but what it is, it's a curation of news articles that they have decided to put up on their site. And what they do is they just put the first line or the title of this news story. Sometimes they rewrite the title just to make it more titillating or more interesting. But these are the number of visitors that go to the Drudge Report. 4.5 million per day. 135 million per month. 49.3 billion visitors per year. Um... That's pretty amazing. And that's for nothing more than just posting up the headlines of news articles that you click on, and then it takes you to those news articles. So I was thinking about that, and I thought, well, you know what? I should do something like that for stories about animals and the animal kingdom around the world. Every single day, I get a flood of articles that I've signed up for from various sources, and I use that to read news stories here at the top of every episode. So I thought, why don't I let you, my listeners to this podcast, search some of these stories and maybe read them yourselves and you can get some detail that I can't give you in such a short period of time on this podcast. So what I've done is I've added a a curated content section to this podcast and I'm going to give it to you at the top of every single podcast in the animal news section. What I'll do on the podcast What you're listening to now is I'll read the top five stories and then you can go to the description of the podcast that you normally get when you upload it and you can click on the titles and it'll take you directly to the stories themselves. I've also made it easy for you by going directly without listening to the podcast by going directly to a new blog that I have just started and what I'll do is I will list those five stories with the titles or the headlines, and all you've got to do is just click on those headlines, and it'll take you right to the stories. 
And that blog is at VTZ Life. That's VTZLife.com. VTZLife.com. And let me read you the, the top five that I've posted up that they're already there. The number one story is top 10 best zoos in the world must visit places for animal lovers. The number two story is Oakland County man charged after six of 31 animals at a petting zoo he owns dies. Number three, the third story is it's not just a simple doctor's visit when the patient is a gorilla. And the number four story is can animals detect earthquakes? I know the answer to that one because we had animals when we lived in California, and the answer is yes. That's the number four story. Can animals detect earthquakes? And the number five story is letter of recommendation. Stuffed animals, even for adults. So if you want to look, read any of those stories, again, just go to the description where I'll put the links. And probably easier for you just to go to our blog at VTZ Life. That's VTZ Life. Dot com and just click on any one of those headlines. ships at sea is the sound of a moose. In today's animal description, we'll talk about moose. They are the largest and the heaviest member of the deer family, and they are big. At the shoulders, they're 4.6 to 6.9 feet high. They're about 7.9 to 10 feet long. They live about 15 to 25 years. Now, here is the important statistic. The males weigh between 840 and 1,500 pounds. The females weigh between 440 and 790 pounds. They are distinguished by their wide set of antlers on the males and, of course, their long snouts and jaws. Most moose are found in Canada, Alaska, and New England. However, they are in other areas of the world, smaller proportions in Europe, also in the United States, they can be found in the Rocky Mountains, the northern Rocky Mountains in Colorado, Idaho, Wyoming, Montana. Also, there are a few in New Hampshire and Vermont. Moose are mostly solitary creatures. They don't form herds. Their predators who go after them are the wolves, the cougars, the bears, and of course, are hunted by man. They're generally slow-moving, but can rapidly move at a pace and very quickly. If angered, agitated, startled, or generally just don't like what they see, this means that you should stay away because they can charge you down before you can ever get away. Humans can be easily killed by a fast-moving, charging moose bull or females protecting her calves. 
the mostly shrubs, pond grasses, small trees, and they seek the cover from extremely hot or cold weather. Their numbers have been in steep decline, but they still have pretty good numbers here in North America. In Canada, there are estimated 500,000 to a million moose. In the U.S., about 300,000 moose. They are beautiful creatures. There's no doubt about it. Emblematic of the upper latitudes of North America. That's the animal of the day and of this episode, the moose. Usually about this time in the episode, we would play one of the chapters, at least till we read it out, of Noah, an animal adventure fantasy, and chapter number seven is coming up. But I think what I'll do, because that's a longer chapter, I'll save that for next week and just keep this uh, episode short, because I know you got a lot to do, and this is Christmas. And So what I'm going to do this time is just read a poem. We'll go back to that, and next week we'll go back to reading Noah, like I said, chapter number seven, and that'll be on Christmas Eve. All right, let's read this poem. This is uh, a poem called Coyote, and it's written by Bret Hart. The name may sound familiar. He's an American short story writer and poet. He has a long list of published work. He lived from 1836 to 1902. Blown out of the prairie in twilight and dew, half bold and half timid, yet lazy all through, loath ever to leave and yet fearful to stay. He limps in the clearing, an outcast in gray. A shade on the stubble, a ghost on the wall, now leaping, now limping, now risking a fall. Lop-eared and large-jointed, but ever always a thoroughly vagabond, outcast in gray. Here, Carlo, old fellow, he's one of your kind. Go, seek him, and bring him out of the wind. What? Snarling, my Carlo? So even dogs may deny their own kin in the outcast in gray. Well, take what you will, though it be on the sly. Marauding or begging, I shall not ask why. But we'll call it a dole, just to help on his way. A four-footed friar in orders of gray. That is a wrap for a little shorter version of Visit the Zoo podcast. I want to thank you very much for joining me. Again, it's only a few days until Christmas. I want to wish you all a very merry and happy Merry Christmas and a happy new year. We have two websites. First of all, our main website is Zoo Animals. That's plural, zooanimals.info. And our merch site where all of the apparel and all the other goodies are located is at zooswear.com. Dot com. That's spelled Z-O-O-Z-W-E-A-R dot com. And you'll find all types of things to wear and on Zazzle, all types of other things that have the logo and our images on them. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review. I want to thank you very much for joining me today on another episode of Visit the Zoo. Bye for now. See you next week. 